Hello there and welcome to Season 5, Episode 5 of the Bitcoin Takeover Podcast. I am Vlad and my guest today is Alessandro Cecere, who is from Venezuela. And I'm quite honored to have a second guest from Venezuela. And I actually composed a message for him. So if you speak Spanish, I hope you get this. So, estoy muy feliz de tener a mi segundo invitado de Venezuela en esta temporada. Su nombre es Alessandro Cecere. Es el CEO de Coinspree y le gusta explicar a la gente la importancia del, mon del nodo completo Bitcoin. So what I said there is that he is the CEO of Coinspree and his name is Alessandro Cecere and he likes full nodes and telling people to run them. So hi there. Hi there, Vlad. Thank you very much for having me. I'm actually very, very enthusiastic about uh, being hosted on a podcast for the first time. I've been waiting more than three years since I founded Coinspree for this moment. Um, thank you very, uh, very much as well for the introduction in Spanish. I'll take over some space to, uh, for the Spanish listeners. Uh, muchas gracias, Vlad, por recibirme. Eh, encantado de estar en tu show, en el Bitcoin Takeover Podcast. Uh, desde Caracas. Eh, gracias por presentar a Coinspree. Thank you for presenting Coinspree. Uh, to me, it's an honor. Thank you very much, Vlad. I'm happy to have you. And I was surprised to see what you're up to. And it's really impressive what you're doing there in Venezuela. So tell me more about that. What is it that Coinspree does? Why are you so passionate about full nodes? Well, um, I've been a bit a Bitcoin advocate for many years, right? Uh, I got into into Bitcoin back in 2013 um, uh, when I was studying still at high school. There was this group of friends. Uh, they were all talking about this digital coin, this new digital currency. So, and I've always been this uh, kind of internet a millennial kid, right? <laughs> so I tried looking into it uh, with this group of friends, uh, and it and it was really interesting to me. And after a couple of months, I was already telling my father that I was going to become a millionaire by buying this <laughs> special computers that were sold in California at the time. Uh, at the time, Bitmain was not uh, over yet, right? Um, but afterwards, uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin crashed. Uh, I was not very well educated financially, nor um, about economics or the whole deal that, that kind of uh, makes, makes you see uh, the value of Bitcoin long term, right, as, as an investment holding it. So uh, that, got me in, into, that got me into a path where... I, I quit it, uh, reading about and learning about Bitcoin for about a year. Then I started a small mine with a couple of friends. Uh, I mined Bitcoin for about two to three years. I still mine some. Uh, I just don't do that anymore. Uh, it got unsafe uh, at a point in Venezuela to be mining. And before, you know, it, it was it was pretty much uh, free. Um, now, if you use like some corporate spaces, offices, um, uh, yeah, like uh, or 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 warehouses, uh, the government might be able to track your mining operations. So, so they would uh, you would get a higher a higher rate on your on your internet monthly bill, right? Um, 
but then again, uh, af afterwards, I started studying even more about Bitcoin. Then I doubled down on Bitcoin after falling in love. Um, I got to learn about code thanks to Bitcoin. I, I, always, ha uh, I always had this, um, this personal, th this personal um, interest, right, for learning, learning code, but nothing that was over the internet uh, sort of pushed me or pushed me to the limits to, to actually start learning uh, how to code, right? Uh, but that was Bitcoin. That that's that, that is definitely Bitcoin. It is what got me into further understanding about uh, how you can run your own full node. What's the whole deal behind cryptography? What's the whole deal behind behind uh, elliptic, elliptic curve, digital signature algorithms, and sort of understanding from its core how how Bitcoin works, right? How Bitcoin Core uh, uh, works. So, um, yeah, so three years ago, um, because of my personal enthusiasm of wanting to run and have my own Bitcoin business, I found a Coinspree. Uh, I bought a web page. I bought Coinspree.com. I was with my father. Uh, I had already done some research. I found um, that people were trying to install uh, a Bitcoin full note on a Raspberry Pi. Casa, Casa HODO was not uh, on the market at, at the time. Um, so I, I, I sort of felt like one of those pioneers, especially because I come from Latin America, right? And I found myself in Caracas. Uh, everybody was already mining in Caracas, but nobody was actually talking about Bitcoin full notes. I mean, we've, in Venezuela, we've been these early adopters for cryptocurrency because of necessity, right? Uh, the, high, the, whole deal about, the whole deal about hyperinflation in our country and the currency doesn't work and uh, control, ex control exchange rates uh, for fiat currencies, you, you can't change Bolivares, uh, you can't have dollars or euros in your bank account over here, right? Um, some of the listeners might already know this, some might don't, so, some might uh, not, right? Um, but that, that, that was, uh, to me, very, I understood that if you don't run a full node, you're missing the whole uh, user experience behind Bitcoin and the real decentralized part of it. So I saw that there, there was this just marketing material on the industry uh, about all of these wallets and only wallets and exchanges and hardware wallets. I was actually listening to... Uh, the beautiful podcast that you did with J.W. Weatherman, right? Uh, where he where he said that exactly that if if you're if you don't run your own uh, Bitcoin full node and and you don't get the chance to install by yourself Bitcoin Core, run Bitcoin Core, and get to see the full features that you obtain once you have one, and you sec you secure one right privately and personally, then you're missing the whole point behind Bitcoin. Um, to me, it's like, uh, you know, Bitcoin core is the constitution of Bitcoin as they, as it's already been called by other people. Uh, I just guess that running your own Bitcoin full node is the equivalent of becoming a real Bitcoin citizen. To me, Bitcoin is not only a, a digital currency anymore. To me, it's, uh, it's, it's a continent. Uh, it's already been called like a, a. It's already been called Bitcoin Island. I, th I think it's more than an island. It's a digital continent. I've called it uh, in one of my LinkedIn articles and Substack articles. 
I call it the digital version of Atlantis, right? Because uh, Atlantis, 12,000 years ago, used to be this continent that connected all others, right? And it was superior, superior from a technological standpoint and from a security standpoint. Atlantis was surrounded by this, this very thick uh, and structural walls. Uh, their engineering methods were more advanced than, than, than the ones other civilizations had at the time. Uh, so in that sense, Bitcoin is uh, it's pretty equivalent. Uh, its thick walls will be the blockchain, right? Which uh, in time, they, it, it becomes more secure and unhackable. It's already the most secure database on the planet. Uh, and it sort of works like this, this dimension, this digital dimension where boundaries don't exist, right? Uh, so it's transcendental to me. Uh, and I just think that it is so it is so huge the concept behind Bitcoin Core that once you understand it, you understand that it's it's not software, it's not code, it's not it's not a digital currency. It's a huge step for humanity, Vlad. So at CoinSpree, what I thought was people will will never get to understand this, just as people don't understand what's behind the internet, right? Or what's behind the Fed, for instance. Um, so what is it that attracts people when they see an element? It needs to be really crafted. It needs to show simplicity. It needs to show that it wants to be sublime. And it must be attached, just like any other great piece of art that was created by humanity, to an excellent speech. Now, I'm not talking about being an expert at selling Bitcoin full notes and just selling them quickly to people. Sure, um, I have to uh, like sort of curate myself and my speech to do so. But if you think about it, the biggest, uh, uh, the, the biggest introductions, elements, uh, paintings, call it whatever you want. Uh, it, it's only three letters. It's art. Art is what uh, we humans have used uh, throughout history to communicate the importance of bringing new elements, new things into, into uh, the realm of reality, right? I called art uh, this process of sort of connecting uh, once again our, our self, ourselves with this inner inner thing that we have that allows us to bring from our thoughts, something to the realm of reality. So in that sense, yes, I'm this crazy guy from Caracas who's trying to uh, do the most beautifully crafted artisan Bitcoin full nodes there are, there are on the market. Uh, I have taught a lot of my friends uh, about what Bitcoin full, note, full nodes are. Uh, I'm, a, um, I'm, a, I'm a teacher and a student at Universidad Metropolitana from Caracas, which is the most entrepreneurial college there is in Venezuela. Uh, and I've been a proud advocate about Bitcoin and turning Universidad Metropolitana into a Bitcoin ecosystem, right? Uh, soon I will be donating with Coinspree a Bitcoin full node, trying to Bitcoinize uh, the college, allowing all of the uh, systems engineer this study there to build on top of Bitcoin full nodes, learn about multi-signatures, learn about running your nodes uh, behind Tor for more privacy, 
and sort of all of those technologies that you can basically attach to a Bitcoin full node. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of um, the path that I'm taking with Coinspree. Uh, when I started, I thought that uh, I could somehow take Coinspree into a more closed source environment. Uh, uh, I got burned because of that. <laughs> I quickly understood that if you do, do not embrace open source as a company, uh, and you want to be part of the Bitcoin community, you're you're sort of left away, left apart. Uh, you, and that's the beauty about, about the Bitcoin community, right? Uh, it's 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 you, it's me, it's David Chom, David Chom, it's Nick Sabo, it's Javier, it's everybody that's building on top of Bitcoin. Be it with a podcast, be it with a Bitcoin full node, be it with a company, be it with an exchange, be it with a service, be it by only teaching others. Uh, uh, being by only showing others their products, their hardware wallet, wallets, whatever it might be. But throughout all of these uh, past 11 years, Bitcoin was this thing that uh, was born uh, like underground. And now it's this huge topic that everyone wants to, to learn about, especially now uh, because of the global pandemic. Uh, every one of us is inside their house and trying to look for sort of sort of what to do. So the thing that we're uh, at, at, at advancing at a faster pace, the digitalization of economies, uh, sort of brings back uh, the proposal value of having a digital currency, right? It's digital and digital. So, yeah, uh, that's a very good introduction, I believe. <laughs> I really love your energy, man. I mean, I don't think I've had a guest who was so happy to just talk about Bitcoin and talk about full nodes as art, I think. That's a very interesting and novel perspective, which I haven't heard before. Because if you ask me, full nodes are like the historians of the network. They make sure that the history is right. And they also store it in their libraries. And they make sure that everything is correct. And there is no manipulation. And there is no rewriting of history. At least that's my perspective on it. And I like to think that running your full node is the best way to protect yourself from any malevolent people who might be running faulty full nodes and might be willing to misinform you or steal your bitcoins. It's like buying your own watch and setting according to the time zone that you know is correct so that nobody else misleads you when you ask what time it is. That's an, that's an excellent analogy, Vlad. Um, yeah, look, um, as I was listening yesterday, uh, your podcast with JW Weatherman. Uh, I, I did take uh, some notes about a beautiful thing he said that is, uh, he said uh, uh, that slavery is a systematic expropriation of someone else's stuff, right? Uh, that that sort of went through me uh, because, you know, for the past 27 years, I've been living in a economic depression. One of the uh, one of the worst uh, uh, historically, right, that humankind has ever experienced. So as a young uh, Venezuelan entrepreneur, not only me, uh, the other thousands that are here, Javier is one of them, definitely. Uh, there are also other advocates uh, of the Bitcoin industry uh, that, that, that have, uh, that like not doubled down a Bitcoin, but triple, tripled down a Bitcoin just coming from the same environment where I, where I find myself right now. Um, so 
for the past 27 years, I've seen this uh, nonsense from uh, political parties of expropriating private properties here in Venezuela. So uh, I also uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this on a personal note because um, I'm already at a point with Coinspeed that, that I'm uh, communicating about what we are doing openly, right? Uh, I sort of uh, I was sort of like inside uh, my Batman's cave <laughs> while I was developing all of Coinspeed's visual communication strategies brand. Uh, and sort of building a network uh, to build trust inside the industry, right? And and an image that openly communicates that I'm a proud advocate, but not not only me, uh, also the groups that I build, right? I've built more than four Bitcoin maximalist groups inside Coinspree since inception. Uh, I feel a very proud and and honored uh, for having such opportunity, right? Uh, so uh, what can I say, Vlad? Um, after uh, in two thousand and eight, after my uh, my family and I lost uh, more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in savings to a bank in the United States, uh, th those were uh, more than fifty percent of my father's savings at the time. He worked his ass off all of his life as an architect just to have that. Uh, it was basically because of the financial crisis. And the stupidity that is running uh, behind the banking system, uh, they usually take five, ten years, maybe twenty years to do uh, to continue doing part of their bad practices. So after after I experienced that, uh, yeah, almost twelve years ago, I started asking myself, like, why is this happening? How how does the industry work? How how does the how does the banking system work? How is money created? Where does money come from? Um, and and on parallel, I was not only that I was living the fact that uh, you could not have uh, uh, dollars in Venezuela. You had to ask the go the government to buy dollars to go travel abroad. It was just a mess, man. So. After all of those uh, rough and harsh experience that I lived, when I got to uh, a tutorial of Jameson Lop, right, uh, to install Ubuntu for the first time on my computer, and saw Bitcoin Core for a full node, once I started operating with that, and I took out of, uh, out of Kraken, uh, part of my Bitcoins, and I deposited them inside the Bitcoin full node. I just felt free, man. I felt free for after 27 years, Vlad. I felt financially free once again. After, after all of those bad experiences that my dad had gone through uh, in financial markets, in the banking system, pensions, uh, insurance, everything. Everything is wrecked today. It's not only banking. It's the whole global monetary system. I just felt uh, amazed that a young and humble uh, Venezuelan, Venezuelan millennial was being able, uh, with its humble computer, have its have its like its own small bank at its house. I felt like I had to show this to people. I had to tell this to people. And now I'm and now I'm sort of like this crazy 
Bitcoiner guy <laughs> that if you know about, uh, I, I would just talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And if you and if and if I hear you say Bitcoin, then we could just es- establish a conversation and be talking about Bitcoin for the next six to ten hours, uh, continuously, nonstop. Um, so yes, uh, thank you for like um, stating my energy, man. I I try to communicate it uh, and channel it as much as much as possible when I'm talking about my venture and sort of like how it was born. Uh, gr- uh, great products, great stories, right? <laughs> right, but let's talk a little bit about why somebody who has just started into Bitcoin and possibly bought his first coins on Coinbase or whatever should run bitcoin core should a lot this i don't know i think right now is around 300 gigabytes of storage to download every single transaction that has ever happened on the bitcoin blockchain and validate it and validate their own transactions from this point on and transfer the coins out of coinbase into their own wallets and be free for the first time from the chains of any other financial institution and be financially sovereign we like to say this word a lot but you're not really sovereign until you have the kind of money that you can use whenever you want for whatever purpose you want because it's yours it's not in somebody else's custody and to some people maybe it's frightening they might be thinking, okay, I hold my own money. It's like taking all of the cash out of the bank account and then holding it in your house and you see it every day and you know it's there. And you sometimes think that some kind of burglars might break into your house and steal your money. But at the same time, it's also empowering to know you. this is your work. It's all here. You don't have to do a bank run in the case of a financial crisis. You don't have to lose $250,000 just like your father did if the banks go bust. It's all in your possession. You can use it whenever you want to for whatever purpose you want to. And that's kind of the point of being into Bitcoin. So I guess we should also mention the security benefits that you have when you run your full node. Sure. So, as we say in the industry, right, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. So, um, yeah, sure. I mean, today there are some exchanges that sort of have have this more decentralized stance and trying to build trying to build decentralized exchanges. Um, uh, you're you're also a public uh, advocate of uh, one of your sponsors, right? Uh, this exchange uh, that allows you to sort of build multi-signatures. Oh, no, that was, that have, was last season. I'm not sponsored anymore. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, well, uh, you, you sort well, there are some exchanges that you can sort of uh, have part of the keys and then the exchange will have another, another signing key uh, serving you kind of like uh, as a backup, right, as an assistant. So the, pro- uh, the the problem with running your own Bitcoin full node and um, and, and and sort of uh, having uh, having the option the possibility of uh, obtaining all of the the security and privacy features that that you would obtain once you run one uh, there's a huge technological gap in between right uh, first uh, you're right uh, you do need currently like 330 gigabytes. It, 
if you include the transaction index inside the blockchain to to have your own Bitcoin for most. Uh, like if you ask, ask yourself, how many people do actually have a laptop available with 330 gigabytes? Probably not much. Uh, if or or even uh, we. we we, sh- we need to ask ourselves, uh, which is one of the questions that we, we, we have asked ourselves uh, at Coinspree. It's like, um, yeah, even if people, you, you sort of tried telling people the importance of running their own Bitcoin full node and verifying for themselves uh, that they have uh, Bitcoins and that they, that they are receiving Bitcoins, in fact, and, and that they, they, they're not depending on any third party afterwards to move them, right? Um, the the problem is that after you after sort of they, they sort of grab uh, uh, the importance behind it, it's still very difficult for them to uh, to be open to buying um, buying some hardware and running that hardware for themselves, right? Uh, but I just guess that. Through uh, with time, it'll just get easier. Uh, I believe that to be a, a real advocate of the decentralized part of Bitcoin, just like uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, right? Uh, it's to tell people that they should run their own Bitcoin full mode. Of course, uh, there is a learning curve, and we want to try to get people into Bitcoin as much as possible. But and even though I sell full nodes and i communicate to people uh what they do and what they represent not only for bitcoin but for uh, human history i repeat there is a learning curve there is a learning curve so i just guess that uh people just having a secure wallet uh uh, a secure exchange uh and that's the thing about third parties right uh there could be malevolent third parties or or there can be good third parties that sort of helps them out at, at first understanding Bitcoin to probably keep uh, keep investigating about Bitcoin, right? Uh, there are several tutorials over there to learn how to run your own Bitcoin full node. I mean, there's the tutorial from Staticus, the tutorial from Damien Me, there's BDC sessions. Uh, so I just think it'll continue spreading. Uh, Coinspree is actually working on some Spanish tutorials for installing installing bitcoin full nodes on raspberry pis uh it'll not be first uh, on the raspberry pi 4 uh because everyone has to update it to that version but me coming from caracas where you know you have a very bad internet uh connection and you have sometimes you don't even have electricity uh sometimes you don't even find supplies sometimes you don't even find food right sometimes you don't even find find gas at the gas station uh, I think that in Latam, South America, there there will be some uh, spreaded Raspberry Pi three three B plus uh, that we could give them usage and turn them into Bitcoin full nodes. Uh, there's just so many people inside Latam that are not uh, English speakers, so I guess that spreading the knowledge and opening the knowledge about Bitcoin full nodes and the importance of running them in Spanish will also help drive through mass adoption. Ultimately, that's what uh, that's the vision behind Coinspeed, right? Achieving mass adoption for Bitcoin full nodes. Um, sort of, uh, you were saying, uh, the importance of also running a Bitcoin full node. Uh, it's the core 
it's it's what gives you the option to um as you get a new update a new bitcoin improvement proposal on the community uh or a new script uh from a small developer that open sourced it all along uh, to to better operate or do more things with your bitcoin full node if if you if you don't have a bitcoin full node you won't be uh you won't have the option the possibility of sort of uh getting the new technologies behind bitcoin right so for instance the lightning network there are some lightning wallets but the real experience of having a of operating on top of the lightning network you only have that if you have a bitcoin full node uh because it's a it's a layer two solution so after we built this very secure and stable first layer of bitcoin that we really can trust uh, we're building other layers on top of it. So we have the liquid sidechain and we have the, the lightning network. And I think we will continue adding layers on top of that. So that's just pretty amazing amazing to me. Also, uh, you have things like uh, coin joining, right? Coin mixing and pay to endpoint, uh, pay to endpoint transactions. Uh, sort of... Uh, uh, create new raw transactions, uh, create new multi-signature multi-signature addresses. So uh, it is just like uh, JW Weatherman said it inside your podcast. Uh, he doesn't even run, uh, he doesn't even use hardware wallets, not, e- not even any family, uh, any, any of his fa- family members, right? Uh, they all run Bitcoin full nodes. And if you run a Bitcoin full node securely, you can plug a couple of thousand dollars there, or, or you can even uh, uh, plug a couple of thousands of dollars there. Yeah, so that's uh, that 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 would be a good a good answer, I believe. You you mentioned the ability to add new features to your node, like soft forks, you know, Segwit and Schnorr signatures and Taproot, whatever. That is one possibility, but also the beauty of Bitcoin full nodes is that you can, for example, run a client from 2013. And you're still going to be compatible and in sync with the rest of the network. So you don't even have to adopt all of these improvements. You can even create your own Bitcoin client, which runs a full node according to your own terms, just chooses whichever, you know, soft forks you prefer. You can opt out of SegWit. Maybe you don't like anything that has happened into Bitcoin since 2013. And you're going to run your own version and you can still be in sync. I think this is one of the most overlooked and underrated capabilities of Bitcoin development because it keeps compatibility with older versions. It's not like you get this upgrade, like in the case of Ethereum, where all the network must move to this new software version or else they're going to be obsolete and they're not going to be in sync with the rest of the network. It just works like this and it's harmonious. It allows you to basically leave a full node running for 10 years and get back and it's still going to be in there. It's still going to work. The developers are doing a great job from this point of view and you get all the freedom in the world to choose whichever implementation you prefer. Yes, and I definitely agree with you. Not at 100%, but at a 200% rate. Um, so. The other day I tweeted that my node was, one of my nodes was connected to a client version 0.15, uh, Bitcoin Core, 
uh, we are currently at uh, version 0.19.1. So yes, indeed. Uh, what what does this translate into uh, for listeners? Bitcoin is one of the most robust and resilient networks that humankind has ever created. We we have had almost zero percent downtime for the past eleven years. Uh, if you tell a pre-coiner this, maybe he will not grasp uh, grasp the the full understanding of what we are trying to communicate here. Uh, it is their duty to continue explaining that to them. Um, but you see, it's that, that's also part of, of running a Bitcoin full node. Understanding that you can run different clients, that you can run older versions. Uh, there are even win, uh, Windows XP computers that are no longer work but are running Bitcoin full nodes. Uh, even though running a Bitcoin full node on Windows wouldn't be a, a good security practice, you should run them definitely on Linux. That's also part of the of the technological gap that we have, right? Uh, how many people are actually running Linux on their computers and operate with uh, with, the, with that operating system smoothly, right? Uh, you'd have to operate from terminal. It's it's sort of a it it has a an expansive learning curve, but uh, it's it's also uh, I would also like to mention and add Vlad. Um, the fact that yeah, uh, when you start running uh, your own Bitcoin full node, it's sort of like this. It's initially this experiment, right? Uh, probably you will find a tutorial and you will try to follow that tutorial, do every single step just as the tutorial will say. And then it sort of becomes your own laboratory, right? You start like uh, investigating and sneak peeking on it uh, and just start uh, looking through a Bitcoin full node. Uh, and, and lastly, uh, what is beautiful is that after a couple of, I'd say a couple of months that you've been already uh, trying to sync the blockchain by yourself, uh, that you've already created uh, transactions, not only using the GUI of Bitcoin Core, which is Bitcoin, Bitcoin QT, right? Uh, but also operating from terminal, sort of like uh, gaining and, and having by yourself this uh, personal trust personal confidence that you can operate from terminal on an address, uh, send Bitcoins to an address, and not uh, not feeling any kind of fear whatsoever. You get to this point where uh, if you miss sync in the blockchain, or for example in Caracas, electricity, uh, you have an electricity outage, you just feel bad that you are not being part of the network and you are not in sync with the blockchain. And uh, your Bitcoin full notes, when you understand what it does, what it means, and why you should have one, it's just like having a, not, not, a, not even a pet, it's like having a baby. Uh, you first go, uh, you first uh, go with baby steps with it, and then you start running with it. Uh, so yes, definitely I agree with you and, and the part, Vlad. Yeah, there's also the dimension of having financial privacy because if you keep your bitcoins in your full node and you send and receive with your full node by generating a new address each time you have the greatest amount of financial privacy that you can have and if you also install tor at, at the network level then you also have this ip obfuscation so that nobody really knows where your node is and who's running it so i believe that if you keep your Bitcoins on Coinbase, for example, 
it's a bad idea just because they're not really yours. And when you withdraw from Coinbase, they're going to do a lot of investigation and they're going to remember where you have withdrawn your coins. So possibly it's a good idea to do a coin join or do multiple transactions before you settle somewhere just to get away from their panopticon. We are constantly being surveilled and there are bad actors out there that are trying to compromise our security and our privacy so that they can de-anonymize everybody. That's their purpose. That's why Chainalysis exists. That's why Coinbase employed hacking team. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was called Neutrino, but they had members of the hacking team, which is one of the worst ever companies. It's Italian, and they, they used to collaborate with authoritarian regimes around the world to catch freedom you know, freedom fighters and free speech advocates and stuff like that were basically disrupting their corrupt systems. So the fact that we have these people in the industry should only incentivize us to seek much more freedom and empower ourselves with the weapons that are actually available for free. And to this extent, actually, Alessandro, I think that you don't need to buy a Raspberry Pi. You don't need a new device. All of us, if we are living in this age, I suppose all of us have a computer in our household. And if we don't, I suppose we can still find means. And if you have a computer, you can just get an external hard drive, which is less expensive and more common than a Raspberry Pi. And you connect it with a USB cable and you can run Bitcoin Core on that one. Or else... You can still find other means. There is AB Core, which is a phone application, a phone wallet, and you download it on Android and you can run a pruned node. So like, let's say two to five gigabytes of the Bitcoin Core full node. You, you can just run that on your phone. And if you get an external SD card that you install, then you can basically sync the full node on your phone so it's a full node in your pocket yes so uh ultimately uh what i have to say about that is again is that's one of the wonderful things about the community right and and it, it is the community that builds on top of bitcoin and it is the community what gives actually trust to bitcoin Sure, uh, when you understand the protocol and the security behind the blockchain and cryptography everything that that adds up to it it adds up to itself, but ultimately, it's this is run not only by by computers, also by people. Uh, so uh, don't get me wrong; uh, I completely agree with you on the fact that uh, the community has built multiple uh, uh, multiple choices for uh, to facilitate the possibility of owning a Bitcoin full node, right? So as you said, you can actually run now uh, Bitcoin full node on your phone, on Android. Uh, we also have uh, companies like HTC uh, launching a 5G portable full node uh, and, and, a, and a Bitcoin full node, um, a synced Bitcoin full node phone. Um, and, and there are several ways uh, uh, and, and, and under which you can run your own full node. I just guess that uh, I'm a guy that is betting uh, tr uh, in a way that I, I'm trying to find a balance, I try to find a balance between uh, communicating something that new and exciting to people. And to do that, uh, uh, I had to, I, I sort of envisioned uh, communicating to people uh, a new product, right? It's, so it's like, if you want to opt for Bitcoin, 
Yes, you can do it by yourself, running running it uh, on your computer, on a disk, for them to understand what it means. But then you could also have a, a Pandora box or, for instance, a Casa Full Node or a Bitbox. I just think that um, other other Bitcoin Full Node companies, uh, they have uh, good products. I have a Casa myself. I also have a, bit, uh, a Bitbox myself. I also have a Samurai Dojo. Uh, to me, the most advanced uh, node of the market right now is actually Dojo. Uh, at Coinstreet, we try to uh, not add uh, all of those technologies uh, at once for people, like, uh, for instance, the Liquid Network and Lightning Network. The Lightning Network, uh, when we started building nodes, it was still very buggy. Uh, and there's not much adoption for pre-coiners to like start operating on over the Lightning Network comfortably, or finding someone else to whom they can send a Lightning transactions. They be they be uh, they be uh, they they had to go. They would have to go uh, through this path that uh, probably you and I are in it right now. Um, you sort of introduce yourself into the community and meet other people that have Lightning wallets or they're run their nodes over Lightning or whatever. Uh, so uh, the difference between Pandora Box, yes, I use, uh, I do use the best hardware that is uh, on the market. Uh, we I use SSDs. We encrypt. Uh, we fully encrypt the SSDs. Uh, we do run them all, uh, over Raspberry Pis because it's as the as the lowest cost mini computer that there's on the market so you can actually uh from a from an environmental point as a company you're very you are being the, the as as friendly as you can uh by installing a bitcoin full node on a raspberry pi so i envision i'm a guy that envisions a world uh with over a, a billion bitcoin full nodes i think that there eventually will be uh, a bitcoin full node at each home and at at each office, probably, uh, how the world will look like uh, under such circumstances, I don't know. But I am betting on a more free, free, a more just, secure, and private global network. Uh, the internet kind of had that vision, right? And it just went sideways, man. It's big tech only owning internet and owning owning people's privacy and so uh when you talk about the fact that you're you're actually given privacy once again uh to people's to people and you're putting it on their hands uh on a device that actually fits on the pal on the palm of their hand and they start learning uh that you can also move money with that uh on a parallel network uh, it's just amazing to them. It 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 almost sounds like magic. Uh, some people have called me the Bitcoin magician, <laughs> for instance. Uh, but but yes, I'm I'm Coinspree and myself uh, are betting on on the fact that less cables, the fact the, the less cables a Bitcoin full node has, and no screens or whatever, and you operate them through. Uh, an application, a mobile app that is inside your phone securely via SSH with your private keys, uh, private keys for SSH as well, you sort of get the best uh, privacy, security, and versatility a version of running a, a Bitcoin full mill. Yes, I ultimately believe that, it's, that it is behind a user-friendly experience and a versatile and secure 
uh, way of showing people the importance of a Bitcoin full note. Yes, I'm trying to build artistical Bitcoin full notes, and it's a whole other vision. That really does sound like you're trying very hard to promote full nodes in Venezuela. And I gotta ask you, what is your major? Because you seem to have lots of artistic references. And also, I suppose that since your father is an architect, you're also leaning towards visual arts of sorts. You're just a wonderful host, Vlad. You you actually ask the perfect questions. I noticed it on the other podcast. So I thank you very much for that. And, I, and I'm honored to be here with you. Uh, just taking a space to mention that, right? Okay, you don't have um, to flatter me. <laughs> just... <laughs> well, uh, my major is, uh, I'm an economist, actually, um, from uh, uh, Universidad Católica. Of Venezuela, uh, but I'm also uh, on the last 100 meters of becoming an industrial engineer from Universidad Metropolitana. Uh, yes, I do have this very artistical feeling inside me because my father is Italian and and he is yes uh, he's an architect. He's a very actually well known architect uh, from South America. Uh, because he got into the fields of lighting, the lighting industry. So it's it's actually pretty cool that there's a similarity uh, uh, in his business that he runs a lighting industry and I and I run nodes over lightning. <laughs> so yes, I've I've always uh, seen him just build this wonderful, wonderful sculptures, wonderful projects. He actually hosted the Nobel Prizes for literature and uh, and peace of uh, Muhammad Yunus and Derek Walcott in 2007. Uh, he actually won a, a record Guinness uh, with that project. Uh, and, and so it's actually also interesting the fact that uh, the, the biggest clients that my father had were bankers. <laughs> so I got uh, uh, from an early age, the uh, God gave me the opportunity and my father as well. To look inside banks and people working inside banks and look at uh, presidential offices of, uh, of, of the biggest banks inside uh, uh, Caracas and Venezuela, Colombia as well, Chile, uh, and Brazil. He hosted, uh, he, he did a lighting project for uh, the bank Diamond of, of Manaus. So yes. Uh, mainly, it's because of my father that I inherited this uh, this artistic artistic way of looking at things. It's 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 like you can do good things or you can do awesome things. You know what I mean, Vlad? Um, well, live live in that beside the whole part of my father and the artistical touch that I have inside me. Uh, it's actually uh, I, I actually want to mention uh, to you and, and the listeners. That as an industrial, a future industrial engineer, um, I'm doing a. I'm currently working on a thesis uh, that is called uh, a production line for peer-to-peer -peer blockchain peer-to-peer uh, uh, -peer blockchain networks. Uh, a I'm sorry, a production line for full modes pertaining to peer-to-peer -peer blockchain networks. Case Bitcoin. So in it. Uh, I've, I've studied uh, the whole. Th I studied the whole thing about Bitcoin full nodes, their their importance, uh, uh, the the stance, uh, like the perspectives from a hardware and software standpoint, 
a small tutorial on how to install how to install securely a Bitcoin full node with store with Electrum server uh, to create multi signature addresses and all of that. Uh, but the 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 interesting part of that is that I believe I'm one of the few guys that is studying production models that have been built on the past. Like, for instance, the just-in-time production model of Teichi Ono and the DFT, uh, the DFT model of John Constanza, uh, which is the latest, most flexible production model that exists uh, as of today. Wait, that's not George Costanza from Seinfeld, right? No, no, it's jo it's John Costanza. He he's actually jo uh, running the John Costanza Institute in the United States, and he he sort of uh he does uh, uh he helps uh, companies at at opting for the DFT production model, which is a more flexible model. You know, today uh, production lines are very different than before, and it's not like this mass adoption production line. Like, uh, for instance, the one that Ford built at its time, or the production lines that Toyota built at, at Japan uh, to avoid regulations, right? Not avoid them, uh, actually be inside regulations. That's why they created the just-in-time uh, production line. So, uh, I found that uh, the DFT model is the best uh, the best production model that a small Bitcoin full node uh, producing company should opt for. So, yes, uh, just sort of uh, doubling down on this belief and this personal hard work for the past three years of trying to uh, provide as best as possible and as fast as possible. Bitcoin full nodes mass adoption. Uh, yes, I'm I'm trying to open source a small production model for not only for for people but other companies globally, not only in Venezuela. Uh, sort of have this different view, more from an industrial point, uh, production and industrial point, on how we could increase uh, the capacity of uh, Bitcoin full node production lines. Which I think are important because uh, the whole point behind production lines is reducing costs as much as possible and reducing uh, errors and on on production as much as possible. So I think that's really interesting to mention to listeners. Right, that's a that's actually a good point. But you know what else we should discuss right now because we have spoken about full nodes. And there are lots of full node companies out there selling products. And sometimes I think they're kind of expensive and they're not very accessible to the average user. But we should still talk about them. And I think this season I might just get a guest from my node BTC. But other than that, I tried reaching out to Casa. They were they did not seem to be interested because they did not reply. I tried to get to Nodal and they said they would be interested, but never really got back. So do you have any firsthand experience with any of these products? And do you think they're worth the $300 that they cost? No, I don't think they're worth the $300 that they cost. Um, Okay, so yes, I have uh, the personal experience of owning Casa Full Node. Uh, once the electrical outages started uh, in Caracas and uh, all of Venezuela last year, that lasted for two months, uh, my Casa Full Node got burned. Um, it just toasted. 
uh, with my about my node BTC, uh, yes, I I have installed my node BTC on on one of the Raspberry Pis that I have uh, uh, at at Coinspace Inventory. It's it's amazing. I think that uh, projects like my node BTC are actually helping at um, driving through uh, global adoption of Bitcoin full nodes. It helps the user to uh, securely. Uh, download uh, download at once all of uh, a, a great package that has uh, just an OS that is Bitcoin Core ready and Lightning ready and Liquid and Liquid ready and Tor ready and VPN ready and now Whirlpool ready. So they're they're very ahead of, ahead of other Bitcoin full node companies in that sense. Uh, with regards to Casa, well, you know. Uh, Currently, Casa is being run by Jameson Knob. He's a cool, he's a cool, he's a cool guy. I've had the opportunity to talk with him via email. Uh, when Jeremy Welch was the CEO of Casa, I got in touch with him, and he was he was uh, going through this process. And he was stepping down, so he just forwarded our calls to to Jameson Knob and and uh, other an, another uh, proud member of, of of the Casa team. I just guess that um, uh, when when we talk about Casa, the main the main business that Casa was building before selling full notes to people, their business model was based on providing uh, multi-signature schemes, right? Uh, for for person for people and for companies as well. They had they had this all uh, all of this inheritance program and this different uh, sort of. Uh, um, yearly options that you can buy with different uh, security levels for for securing different uh, amounts of Bitcoin, right? Uh, and then they started selling Bitcoin full notes to people um, back in 2018, I remember. Uh, but their main interest of doing that was uh, doing it uh, the lowest, the lowest, uh, like like the cheapest way possible. So they started with HDDs instead of instead of SDDs, SSDs. I'm sorry. Uh, the first version of the Casa node uh, had like you had to plug four cables uh, to the node, so it, it looked awful to people, even even to coiners. Um, and and it, it was actually not very user friendly in a way. I mean, when you were uh, setting up your full node uh, via via its IP once you connected it to your home network or your office network, and you found its IP, you pl- you put it on on your web browser. Uh, at at, uh, at at the initial setup of the node, it said like uh, it's an experimental technology, and once you tell that to people, you're telling to people like we haven't had the chance to uh, securely. Uh, like, be be aware of what we are selling you here. Uh, it's sort of it's one of those things that does not build trust um, once you buy them, and and that's that's probably the reason, right? Uh, it's so hard, and, and that's the reason why I uh, we, at Coinspree I haven't yet sold a Pandora box to a person. I've taken the time to build a node. Uh, even working on Wi-Fi to re- to reduce the usage of cables as much as, as possible. It does have some security I- uh, issues on the middle in the middle, but then again, you do have to actually take into consideration uh, just as with anything, 
and any use case. Probabilities. Which are the actual probabilities of someone getting inside your home or someone trying to hack your node or hack your network to steal a couple of hundreds of dollars or a couple of thousands of dollars that are privately and, sec and securely deposited inside a private server that is uh, hidden somehow inside your home. It's not zero, but it's not, it, it's also not more than 50%. You, uh, you can be certain of that. Right. Okay, then again, pass it. I'm sorry. Uh, with regards to other Bitcoin full mode companies, I think there are interesting projects like uh, Bitbox in Switzerland. However, uh, I just guess that it's very difficult to run a Bitcoin full mode company, right, uh, Vlad? You ultimately have to choose uh, which is your market, which is your t sort of consumer, uh, what is it that you're trying to sell and communicate to people. And just sort of double down on what you're trying to do. Uh, there's lots of people that uh, are happy with their nodal. Uh, there's lots of uh, uh, coiners that are happy with their Samurai Dojo. Again, I think the Samurai Dojo is one of the most advanced uh, nodes of the market because they, they, they come from this track record of, of building the Samurai wallet, right? And so they ha they have this they have a very good team of experts inside Samurai. Uh, there are other Bitcoin full nodes that are. I think that most of them are very much aimed at coiners, people that actually understand what a Bitcoin full node is. Uh, the company that tried doing it as cheap as possible was Casa, and so uh, and then my node BTC got in the middle of that. Uh, I, I I guess that my node BTC would. Um, will drive adoption faster than most of other companies. Uh, they have one of the cheapest products of the market. They are fully open sourced, I mean, and, and, and they've built on top of Bitcoin Core and added some excellent functionalities to a node that can just uh, help people like sort of operate with their node and learn more about it, yes. Right. I think my main criticism of CASA and what they were trying to do is that they did not have proper documentation for their product. I remember unboxing the node and then following the instructions that you'd find in the box. And even the website was different and the documents that were given as FAQ were incomplete and they did not cover all the situations. And they just assumed that everywhere around the world, you'd connect that to your internet connection and it's kind of plug and play, but networking doesn't work like that. So from this point of view, it was difficult for them to solve the issues. And even though they were marketing their node as sovereignty in a box, this type of sovereignty relied on the fact that you had to contact support all the time when you had some sort of issue. And to me, that was inconvenient. What's the point of trying to be sovereign? If each time you have a problem and you're going to have lots of problems because the product is not, you know, complete, you'll have to contact support and let them know what's your name when you bought the node, you know, because you have to prove that you're one of their customers and describe what kind of problem you're having. I mean, that's not really sovereignty. It's just an illusion that you're sovereign while somebody else takes care of you. So that I think that's what my main criticism is. And when my node came along, they just provided everything under an open source framework where 
you don't have to buy anything from them. You can just download that nice dashboard, which keeps on adding more applications every day. And they ate everyone's lunch with that. They just destroyed the whole market. And I think, for example, you mentioned Bitbox in Switzerland. I think they still have a market because their node is going to be more secure. And it's going to have one of those secure element chips that you also find in the Bitbox O2, which is their hardware wallet. So to this extent, I think they're trying to build a whole ecosystem of products that you can buy from them and be like Apple or Google in terms of providing security and sovereignty. And also there's something interesting that Bitbox and their Bitbox, what's it called? Bitbox something. Their node. It has... Uh, Yeah, but... uh... Their Bitbox base. Yeah, Bitbox base. It's going to be much more interesting because the Lightning client that is going to be using is Blockstream's C Lightning, whilst everybody else seems to be using the client from Lightning Labs. So that's still useful. And there's a lot of research and open source development that's going into that. So I think in hindsight, All of these projects are kind of experimental. And at the end of the day, we're going to get to a product like MyNode or something new that comes along. And it's so simple to use and so intuitive and is open sourced and free for anyone to download and is going to be available on the most affordable hardware yet to be found on the market. And that's going to be the real game changer, which makes it easier than ever to run a Bitcoin full node. Exactly, Vlad. I agree with you. Um, with regards to Bitbooks, Bitbooks Base, it is an excellent uh, product. The only thing I, I disliked about them was that uh, once I tried downloading their software, which operates their, their full node, um, it, says, it said that uh, it, is, it was unavailable for my country. So uh, that was pretty shameful to me. Um, you know, the whole thing about behind bitcoin is eliminating boundaries and the whole thing about bitcoin full notes it's actually uh having the element that eliminates those boundaries for you right uh so that was that was pretty shameful uh yes um about casa yes i mean as as i said look i I don't i don't want to criticize them uh all along uh i just i just understand Every other Bitcoin full node company being the CEO of Coinspree, Vlad, uh, from, from the perspective that it is actually very hard to receive funding for this kind of ventures. Uh, VCs, VCs are just mad, man. It's a mad industry. It's just, it's a vicious cycle, just like any other industry. It's a reality. I've got in touch with several VCs from Silicon Valley, from the, from the Crypto Valley, uh, from New York as well, and all, all over the San Francisco area and California, um, there has been a lot of interest in Coinspree, and I've t- I've had the uh, Coinspree has given me the opportunity to also be a proud member of the Crypto Valley ecosystem, just as Shift Crypto Security, uh, the company behind uh, the Bitbox uh, hardware wallet and Bitbox and the Bitbox base uh, full node. Um, I didn't like it uh, so much because I thought it was going to be an ecosystem uh, more uh, like 
sort of more Bitcoin maximalist. But once it got into the private, uh, the private circle of crypto investors uh, in Switzerland, I was I was the only Bitcoin maximalist uh, at the event. So I had the opportunity to tell all of these key officers over there that if the crypto value doesn't go for a full on Bitcoin, uh, full on Bitcoin support uh, on the ecosystem, it's probably going to shrink a lot. And now you're seeing, thanks to the pandemic, articles like uh, from CNN Money, CNN Money Switzerland, stating that probably the crypto value will shrink over ninety percent, uh, thanks to thanks to the global to, uh, to the global crisis. So it is actually very hard at setting up a, a Bitcoin full node business. Uh, it's it's actually so, uh, somehow hard uh, for oneself. To understand what's what's behind all of this, and it's also it's it's even hard for developers to understand the whole perspective uh, that is behind Bitcoin full nodes. So it, even so, so think about it. If it's hard for developers that already code in Python or or C plus JavaScript, or they do web stack uh, based development, whatever, uh, they still have to go through this very harsh learning curve and sort of going through lots of material on the internet, uh, which is, as you have mentioned before on um, previous episodes of your show, there is just bad marketing material that, and, and bad uh, info that, mis- it's just misinf- misinformation for people that are trying to learn the real part uh, of that, that's behind Bitcoin and, and how to actually be part of this without getting burned, right? Which is actually very difficult. Uh, there are lots of people in Venezuela that have mined Bitcoin. They had a bad experience with that, and they just hate Bitcoin now. Uh, and, and it was actually not Bitcoin's fault. It was their own fault. But uh, as Mark Twain once said, uh, it's easier to fool people than trying to convince them that they've been fooled, right? Right. And also, I suppose you have mentioned all of these VCs. It's kind of difficult to convince them to invest into something that maximizes user sovereignty and power and control over data, while all of Silicon Valley is so much in love with collecting user data and finding new ways to use it for whatever application of AI or machine learning stuff that doesn't provide more freedom. So if you go pitch to somebody a product that provides more user freedom, they're going to be skeptical because you don't have any indirect returns from that. But if you're Coinbase and you have this Chainalysis company that works for you, mm-hmm. you're going to get more traction because they're, they will be thinking, okay, so look at us. We can actually get a share of that transaction data that users have on Coinbase. That That's valuable. And that's one of the reasons why Facebook's Libra got traction and they had so many investors who wanted to run their own node because they would basically get access to the transactions of billions of people who are using Facebook. And there's a lot of value in that. And many people don't see it. So we have to somehow make all of this process both obsolete and irrelevant. If there is no purpose and there is no market for data, then they will stop mining it. But we cannot just destroy a market. We have to just make people understand that they should give away as little data as possible. And that's not easy because 
when you develop something as convenient as Google and their whole suite of services, it's hard to convince people to use something else that's not as nice and doesn't have billions of dollars invested into research and development. You're not going to make people install Ubuntu on their laptops because they find something like Google's Chrome operating system so nice and so convenient. They just connect to the internet and it's all there, everything they need. So it's an ongoing battle, and I suppose we should just be much more vocal about the importance of privacy. Because privacy is the factor which protects us. If there is nothing compromising that gets released on the internet about us, then there is no incentive for somebody else to attack us. That's how it works usually. Yeah, so uh, you're pretty much right. VCs and the industry does not want to go uh, does not want to go through at all with Bitcoin's philosophy. It's just a reality. It's a fight. Uh, it's a David and Goliath uh, and Goliath's fight. It, uh, that's just a harsh truth about it. Uh, I would love to tell you with whom I'm I'm speaking with uh, because they've been uh, wonderful at approaching Coinspree and just listening to the value proposal and the vision that we are building on top of. Um, but that's that's pretty much much confidential at the moment. But you will you will be you will be seeing us uh communicating about that. Uh actually uh, Coinspree is is doing an, an interesting thing and this I can tell you of uh we're trying to add voice to Bitcoin. I'm I'm and this crazy guy Vlad that believes that if if Bitcoin has no sound, then it's dead. It's just dead. If you don't have if you don't have sound, then you don't have a user experience at all. You're miss you're missing uh, one of the senses, right? Um, so we're, we're we're adding a yes, I can tell you this. We're working on adding a uh, personal voice assistant to Bitcoin, uh, just so that people won't operate uh, with their Bitcoin full nodes. In this case, Pandora box. Uh, people won't have to be uh, up, uh, using their Pandora box uh, with, with an app or a web applications. Sure, uh, there will be uh, access to it uh, via such ways. The, they're the traditional ways. And it, and it keeps building uh, user friendliness uh, to the node. But I just guess that uh, even, even a blind person should be able to use a Bitcoin full node, you know what I mean. Uh, I guess that once once that happens and we build those sort of use cases, it'll be so powerful that everyone will want to have that node because it won't be about having a node. It will be about understanding and seeing in flesh how that device is helping. People that have uh, some difficulties in their lives, right? Uh, very extreme ones in this case. Uh, uh, yes, we are uh, we are trying to bring voice to Bitcoin. We are trying to allow people to talk to Bitcoin Core. We are trying to give people the power to talk to the blockchain and touch the blockchain. Have them uh, on the palm of their hands. So yes, uh, I do want to clarify one last thing, uh, Vlad. 
uh, because I, I, I see that we are already touching the hour and, and 11 minutes or so. Uh, since beginning, since inception, Coinspree had this uh, vision of helping the Venezuelan banking system at run their own full notes and their own custody systems. Uh, as I said, that close source environment and sort of going to that, uh, that niche of, of the market uh, it got me into a point that uh, some some coiners uh, hated me for that, but you have to understand one thing: living in Venezuela and being the only Bitcoin full node company here, the only Bitcoin full node producing company. Uh, I can tell you this: uh, you have to think about a a kid that lives in a favela that can barely make a dollar a day and in a dire and a dire one of the most dire economic situations globally when will he have the possibility to have some bitcoins probably never uh, if we go with the changes and all of that and kyc kyc is just killing financial inclusion that's the reality uh the whole deal behind bitcoin full node is uh is Killing KYC, which is giving financial inclusion. Uh, but how will a, a, a 13, 15, or even 18-year-old uh, kid from a favela in Caracas uh, will run a Bitcoin full node at his home? He can't. Uh, so there must be a way of uh, Bitcoin full node companies to, to talk to uh the system right or uh, uh or the, also the political parties um ruling that nation at the moment and sort of uh certain uh actors within the banking system and the pension systems and the saving systems of a country uh what i've been doing is uh you, you have to understand that the banking system in venezuela is not like a, any other globally it's completely broke and when I say completely, it's uh, if you sum up all of the banking system, the Venezuelan banking system's value, you can't even come up with a valuation that is higher than the 27th uh, biggest Colombian bank. So imagine that. So I've been trying to help the biggest banks in Venezuela at securing their own Pandora box and multi-signature custody systems, but to hold Bitcoins for the long term and their balance sheets helping all of their clients to gain exposure to bitcoin immediately because i think the faster we do this the faster i can help my economy and then and the venezuelan citizens at only at least some bitcoin at least putting one percent of their savings their humble savings into bitcoin uh, currently, we're trading at almost $8,000. If Bitcoin fulfills uh, its vision and its proposal value, uh, it is just as Shamath Bali Habtia says from Social Capital. This has always uh, been, been either about zero or millions per Bitcoin. So uh, if we go 10x or even 100x uh, 10 years or 20 years from now, uh, by only putting one percent of uh, the, the Venezuelans, uh, the uh, Venezuela's uh, savings, 
if we go 10x, we, we would have increased all of the nation's uh, savings by 10%. And when we're talking about the case of, of banks in Venezuela and companies in Venezuela, we're suddenly not talking about, about uh, having to secure millions and millions or billions of dollars in Bitcoin, just like uh, Coinbase would do, or Binance, for instance, or Kraken, or Poluniex. Uh, so you have global exchanges that are already bigger than the whole Venezuelan banking system. So it does help a lot to decentralize uh, the, uses, the usage of Bitcoin. Uh, I also believe that uh, it's, if you think about it, it's pretty stupid, the fact that Venezuela mines a lot of Bitcoin, but all of those Bitcoins are going to international companies, be it in the form of a hardware wallet or an exchange. Uh, we do need to have, and not only Venezuela, all of other countries. I think that... Uh, Progressively, Coinspree will not be the only company uh, like uh, in South America to provide Bitcoin full nodes. I'm actually trying to help as much as possible for people in South Argentina to run this sort of business. Uh, Coinspree does have a sales agent in Argentina, which has been in, in um, constant communication with uh, the RSK community and the blockchain community overall in Argentina sort of communicating the vision behind Coinspeed and what we are doing right. Uh, but now uh, I'm finally at this point where we are uh, not leaving aside our B2B business model, but starting to uh, get new actors inside of Coinspeed to, to progressively uh, make available our B2C business model, allowing for the end consumer to buy a Pandora box and Hopefully, once it's inside their home, if they buy this add-on personal assistant, which we will not be selling, it'll be a third-party personal assistant, I can tell you that, uh, a voice assistant, uh, talk to their own Bitcoin phone nodes and just like build a wonderful new uh, user experience that is currently unavailable inside the market. Right. So, Alessandro, you are one of the most passionate guests I've ever had in this podcast. I can tell that there is so much information that you kept inside of you and you are just waiting for it to get out and talk about it. And usually, I, I got to tell you this, it's the way it goes. Maybe a couple of weeks after this gets published, you will be on Tales from the Crypt with, you know, Marty Bent and Matt O'Dell. And I'm proud to have guests like you for the first time before they make it big. So thank you very much for providing your insights and speaking about it on the show. And I got to ask you, how can people follow you and keep up with whatever you're doing and see your latest projects for Coinspree and the Pandora's box and possibly find out about the information that you'll be sharing from the VCs? So the best way would definitely be following me on Instagram. My Instagram is uh, Mr. Pandora Box. <laughs> uh, it's actually a very interesting marketing uh, strategy, right? Uh, and on Twitter, uh, my Twitter is Ale Chechere. Uh, and also try following uh, Coinspree's Twitter. Uh, Coinspree is also very well known on LinkedIn. Uh, but that's sort of a more professional network, right? But we are there. Uh, I'm opening up our Facebook fan page as well. Uh, at the time, via Instagram, we're currently uh, only publishing content on Spanish uh, because we're, uh, you know, uh, when you use Instagram, you're targeting more of a millennial community. 
but I've come to understand that if you want to target non pre, uh, non-coiners, you have to do it via Instagram. And if you want to target coiners in the crypto community, you definitely have to be on Twitter. Uh, for a lot of years, I quitted social media. I got... I got just uh, nauseated about about the whole deal. Uh, I I do think that social media is eating up uh, our our lives and it's sort of uh, not allowing lots of people to enjoy uh, the beauty uh, that it is being able to breathe uh, every single day. I almost I almost died on a car uh, on a car crash uh, a couple of months ago. So I'm pretty thankful about that. Uh, it was sort of, of like being born once again. Uh, definitely try following me on Instagram because I'm publishing a, a short series of videos uh, as, a, as a CEO message uh, for, uh, for why Bitcoin and why it's important uh, uh, more than ever right now because of the global pandemic. Uh, it's, it's actually pretty interesting. I'm also publishing those videos on Coinspree's YouTube channel. You can find Coinspree on YouTube uh, just like uh, at Coinspree. Um, and it'll be divided in several parts. Uh, it, it'll be like a 20 minute, uh, message, but yes, uh, you got that right, Vlad, in the sense that I myself, uh, I myself, I am a Pandora box. I think that all of us are a Pandora box. I think that the most beautiful thing that one can have in its life, it's personal privacy. Uh, I think that, uh, uh, all of us uh, have this wonderful part, uh, part, inner part that is that is secret and that we don't tell openly to everyone, and that makes us enjoy ourselves a, a lot more and the and and and, and also be uh, value ourselves more. If you if you value yourself, you can also start uh, also start in a way uh, going down the path where you suppress your personal ego to give candor. And also give uh, value more other people. Uh, I'm a very spiritual guy in that sense. I think you can hear it uh, from me. Uh, those would be the best ways to follow me and to follow Coinspree to keep post uh, to keep uh, yeah to keep posted and be updated with with the vision that we are doing. We are progressively uh, every day adding a small grain of salt to our venture. Uh, to hopefully be one of the most well-known Bitcoin companies uh, in the space, uh, sort of defending the real decentralized part of Bitcoin. I'm also talking to other companies trying to bring insurance to Bitcoin full nodes, like helping. I, I've, t- I've just taken the time and invested a lot. I, I, I also want to clarify that up until now, Coinspree has only been, only been uh, uh, funded uh, with private equity. My personal savings, I almost burned all of them uh, uh, betting on this. Uh, and, and then uh, also part of my family savings. I just don't want any other family member to go what, uh, to experience what my family had to go through uh, with the United States banking system and, and the United States attorneys. It was just awful. We'd lost uh, pretty much of our savings uh, with that experience. Um, and I'm a very, I'm a very humanitarian guy trying to stay on that path as much as possible that, uh, and I, I mentioned this also to the listeners. Lastly, I would like to very much, very much Vlad, thank you for this wonderful opportunity, uh, because, uh, 
sadly, uh, even though Bitcoin is a decentralized network, it's supported by people. And there are bad actors inside the community, sadly, which, which are indeed centralizing Bitcoin and not spreading the word as much as possible. Uh, whereas you also see excellent actors like uh, J.W. Weatherman and David Chalm and Nick Sabo and all these wonderful people and Andreas Antonopoulos, right? Um, Javier, Javier uh, from Venezuela has, has been doing some wonderful, wonderful uh, and giving some uh, wonderful work and giving some wonderful support to, uh, to the community. Um, I thank you very much again, Vlad, because I believe that your podcast has a balance a, and a very equitable stance in a way that uh, you're hosting a humble entrepreneur from Venezuela. Me, you're hosting Javier, but you're also hosting uh, the CEOs of one of the most renowned uh, Bitcoin projects and Bitcoin companies globally. So you're very. I think that uh, in a couple of years, man, you're you will come to be known as one of the best advocates of, of, of for Bitcoin podcasts and Bitcoin marketing overall and the community. So thank you very well, much. Well, we can only hope, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are. It's about what you have to say. And good ideas and innovation and brilliance are much more important than being famous. And you have lots of people in this space. I'm not going to name any names, but they're famous. They have lots of followers, but they don't have anything interesting to say. And they're probably in this for all the wrong reasons. So I'm the one who should be thanking you because you have provided lots of useful insights. I think you're doing a great work there in Venezuela and not only great, but useful something that we should all be having. And I think we should all reflect on what we can do to help others empower themselves. And possibly in the future, when you release a better product or I don't know, I hope you make it. I hope you get VC funding and stuff. I hope we get another discussion. We get to record it and we release another episode where you talk about the Pandora's box and whatever crazy stuff that you want to do for full nodes and Bitcoin. And I don't know, just keep on going. You have my support and break a leg. Thank you very much, Vlad. I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, I'll just keep in touch with you because you're an excellent human being, really. Uh, I feel you that way. Um, I will keep uh, counting it, building on top of Pandora's box and on top of Bitcoin full, uh, Bitcoin Core. Uh, I want to give Bitcoin full notes as much as possible to people. Uh, yeah, definitely keep posted. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, keep following me on Twitter. Uh, follow Colin Spree on Twitter as well. And if you're a professional and you're on the professional side, on professional network, on and you're on LinkedIn, follow Coinspree on LinkedIn as well. Thank you very much, Vlad.